And God said, Let us make man in our own image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion. Pastor Pinda is a pastor of a loyalty house international Middleburg, which is a part of the United Denomination, originating from Lighthouse Group of Churches. His mission is to preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out devils, and raise the dead throughout the world. Pastor Pinda has a passion for soul winning and church planting. Be ready for a supernatural encounter as you listen to this message. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you, God, for each and every person that is here. Let your Holy Spirit fill us, O Spirit of God. We pray that everyone who is under the sound of my voice may this leave this place blessed and changed your word oh god is all powerful and almighty it has the power to change any life to bless any life to uplift any life let your word be uplifting and encouraging to us let the mysteries of your kingdom be revealed to us i pray for all the ears that are hearing me to receive your word it has the power to change things in our lives. Father, with your precious anointing and the gifts that you have bestowed upon this house, let there be light in every dark place in each and every person here. Let those who have given up receive hope. Let those who think that you have forsaken them know that you are with them. Holy Spirit, fill this place and minister to us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Hallelujah. I want you to take your seats. Sit on top of your enemies. Uh, last week I started a new chap, uh, subject or a new series on the anointing. Somebody say anointing. anointing. Say anointing. anointing. Some people depend on connections. Some depend on their family background. But in the house of God, there is something we call anointing. Hallelujah. And I'm going to, each, each time we come, we must start from Acts chapter 10, 10 verse 38. So that you know what it is. Hallelujah. So go to chapter, uh, Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Something mighty is coming your way. Busi, where is your microphone? While we are turning there. I'm preaching from chapter 13 if you have the book. Re sing the song, there is power. Do you know, in the name of Jesus. I feel like there is someone here with a very big problem. That needs to go away. <laughs> like now. Hey! You know, the Bible says that there is nothing impossible for our God. It says, what is impossible with men is possible with God. You know, this morning I'm reminded of a woman when we're in Radium who was told. Yeah, you can. Who has told around five months that there is no heartbeat, the child is gone. 
She must go and, you know, do the rest of the process to clean. This woman refused. They told, they told this woman that, listen, when you, are, you are going to die. She said, I've been waiting for this child for a very long time. And she said, I, I refuse to accept that. <laughs> she stayed like that until nine months. When her nine months was due, she came to me after church. She said, Pastor, pray for me. I want to go to the labor world. I said, hey. What type of craziness is this? <laughs> I, I was shocked. But I remember the Bible when it said that Jesus saw their faith. <coughs> I realized that faith can be seen. And me being a calculating mathematician, I said, I have nothing to lose by praying. I have all enough to gain. My God is going to gain. <laughs> and I put my hand on that woman. And I said, life. <laughs> Life. Let there be life. And we were there. When I said life, the baby kicked. <laughs> Immediately. That, listen. That, that same day, that same day, that same day, that Sunday, <laughs> she went to give birth. You know, when the Bible says that nothing is impossible with God, even sometimes the pastor doesn't believe. Like in this instance, if you ask me, uh, I was like, hey, this is craziness. You know, this woman think we need to get a social worker. She's suffering from trauma. But she believed. This morning, I want to say to you, whatever that you believe, let it be possible for you. I said, let it be possible for you. Now, in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, it tells us about the agent that raised that baby from the dead. <laughs> that thing is called anointing. It's called what? Anointing. Hey! You see, one of the, 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 thing, the things that distinguishes the church from any other thing is in church there is something we call anointing. The hospital does the function of healing. But there is something that the hospital cannot do. But you see, God has made the church as a place where the impossible becomes possible. And I am here to tell you that that agent of change 
that agent that causes things to change is called what? Anointing. So Acts chapter 10 verse 38 describes the anointing to us. I want us to read this verse. One, two, three, go. How God? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed God was so Jesus was anointed and now I want you to remember I don't know whether I did it in this service did I do it in the service did we read this verse last week in the service did we define anointing in this service last week using this verse okay most of you were not here that's why you are quiet so I'm going to go through it. It says that how God anointed. So if you didn't write last week, this answers who anoints. It is who? God. Who anoints? Because it says how God anointed. The one who anoints is who? God. Hmm? Who anoints? Who anoints? The second question this verse answers is what does God anoint? In this case, it says that how God anointed Jesus. So God anoints a what? A person. God anoints what? Who anoints? What does he anoint? May God anoint you one of these days. I see God anointing you one of these days. Hey! It says that Jesus of Nazareth, maybe it will say Mackenzie of Belfast. Maybe it will say, I don't know. What's your name? Hey! Peter of Belfast. How God anointed Peter of Belfast. Hey! The next thing, what does God anoint us with? With the Holy Ghost. When a person is anointed, the substance which a person is anointed with is called what? Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Who anoints? What does he anoint? With what? And the next part when it says end. Once you are anointed with the Holy Ghost, what do you have? Power. What do you have? Hey! You see, if I was a teacher, you would have passed meds. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Who anoints? God. What does he anoint? Who does he anoint? Person. With what? And that person, what will he have? Power. Then what is power? Power is the ability to cause changes. Power is the ability to cause what? A change or a positive change. Hey! You say, so what will this positive change do for me? You are not married. That power can make you to get married. Hey! You don't have a child. That power can cause you to have a child. You don't have a job. That power can cause you to have a job. There is a sin that you cannot live. You on your own. You have you have attempted New Year's resolution. 
Nyegelalok, Nyegelalok, Nyegelalok. Do you know the Nyegelalogu game? I'm leaving this, I'm leaving this, I'm leaving this. By the end of the year, you find that you are deeper into the thing. You have moved from diploma to PhD. But I'm here to tell you there is something called what? Anointing. That when that day you say I'm leaving it, you leave it. And it never comes back. So power is the ability to cause what? Changes. May there be a positive change in your life. Amen. Jesus used power to walk on water. Jesus used power to turn water into wine. Jesus used power to raise the dead. These are changes. All the things that you like about Jesus, all the miracles, it was because God had a what? Anointed him. And it, now it then describes, I asked second and third service that after power, that punctuation, what is it called? Let's see which school you went to. Those two full stops or dots, what do we call them? Uh, uh, so wh- wh- what is the name? What is the name? Not the meaning. What is the name? What do? Is it semi-full or what? What? Yeah, yeah. Father, be with your children. The problem is not only maths, but also English. (laughs) (laughs) This is homework for today. This is homework for today. You like telling your children, do homework, do homework. I'm giving you homework. So, but, okay, maybe you don't know what it is. What does it mean? Eh? That is to say, eh? something important, it's an emphasis that is to say what else? The message is still coming, it's to explain. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we just hear that there is something called power. We are wondering what is this power? This ability to cause changes. Then he says you see what does the power do? Who went about doing good? The power causes good things to happen. That power. Hey, how many of you think that you deserve some good things? Mm. The first thing you want to tell me is Pastor Gurev. Hey, this life, your life can be very rough. Hallelujah. So the power causes good things to happen. I see something good coming to you. I see something nice coming to you. Some of us live life like this. Everything that you are doing, you are like this. You are expecting something to hurt you. You are expecting something painful to happen. You are are, are just moving like this. What if... Have you walked, you know, in the dark and you know there are things around and you are, you are busy trying to, to, to find out that, hey, maybe I will hit something. 
Most of us, this is how we are living our lives. But you see, anointing will bring something good into your life. A good man, a good job, a good wife, a good house, a good car, good children, good colleagues, a good business, a good spiritual life. The anointing has power to bring something good into your life. And it says after that, to heal all that were oppressed of the devil. Sometimes it is your heart that needs healing. Hey! How many of you have ever felt like you can trade in your heart for a new one? Because the one that you have, is super glue, nothing because of the things that you have gone through hey! you wish that your life was like calling black label do you know that calling black label where the people, the fans can make substitute they can substitute, you can see they are substituting your heart and putting a new one because the one that you have hey! it's what we call it when you have an accident with a car a write off no, when the insurance say this is a write-off, meaning we, we cannot repair this car anymore. Hey! But there is something called anointing that even when your heart is broken, even your heart, you feel like your heart can never be amended, God can give you a new heart. God can deliver you from that, that pain that you have. In Jesus' name. May you be healed in Jesus' name. That same anointing has the power to heal. To heal. Sicknesses and diseases. Yeah, people say, ah, no, no, this thing cannot happen. This person is just a man. Yes, he's just a man, but he's anointed. As for Yen, he's a man. He is what? A man. Am I not a man? I am a man. But you see, it is not the person or the pastor that is causing the change. It is the thing that has been put on him. It has the power to cause what changes. Hey! There is no disease that the anointing cannot heal. Hey! Even sometimes you find that there is a person who hates you. That person is like a disease. He cannot let you go. Hey! You see the power of God will come and heal the person. You hear the person has relocated. It's part of the healing process. Hey! Have you been oppressed by a person who? And God comes to heal the situation. You see that the disease, which is a human being, is gone. May every disease in your life, every sickness, everything that harasses you every day, may healing come into that area. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And it closes and says that people who are anointed, God is with them. I'm preaching on the anointed and his anointing. And the title of my sermon this wonderful morning is Honor and the Anointing. Hey! Honor. Honor and the anointing. You see, have you ever wondered? Hmm? 
that when you come to church and three of you don't have jobs and the same sermon is preached to everyone the same prayer is prayed over everyone but out of the three one gets the job and comes and testifies the following week have you ever asked yourself that what cause we were, we were together we are in one church listening to one pastor receiving the same prayer but this other one came and said oh pastor after your prayer oh God has done wonders and you are sitting there you're like how John Manch I hope she's not going to say she got a job when I didn't get one and the person said oh I got a wonderful job in fact I'm now the what what the what like the one last week's testimony about supervisor last in first out union was against her all kinds of problems but the person got a job with all those problems you you will wonder now I'm looking for let me see I want to show you something are you are you, are you, are you so let's say you have a card. Let's say you have a card. You have a card. You see this card. Now, without this card can be linked to a bank account. It's linked to a bank account. And we are hoping that it has money. <laughs> Let's assume it has money. And it has money. Now, this card, even though there can be one million in the bank account, don't rob me after church, I don't have one million. But even if there can be one million, this card will never work until a pin code is put in. The funds can never be accessed until there's a pin code. And this is what today's chapter is about. It's the pin code. Anointing works on someone who honors the anointing and the anointed. You see, you cannot criticize a man of God and think his prayer will work on you. <laughs> Also, you cannot dishonor the results of the anointing and expect it to work for you. For example, you sit, you watch TV. You are sick. You are what? Sick. You need healing. But you, you are watching someone else receive a miracle on TV. And you're like, ah, this thing, ah, ah, don't believe it. How will you believe it when it's your turn? Because you are teaching your mind to reject such a solution. You see someone testifying. I like to thank the Lord for giving me. You say, ah, they are exaggerating. 
If it was me, I would just said I just got a promotion. That's all. There's there's no need for the details. Hey! You are learning to dishonor the works of God. So and, the anointing doesn't work for someone who doesn't honor it and the person who's carrying it. Honor is the pin code to the anointing. Honor is the what? Pin code to the anointing. Now, I'm going to teach you an honor and the anointing. And you see, I'm giving you the pin code. If you want church to work for you, if you want the Bible to work for you, this principle, you must learn it. I don't joke with anointed people and anointing. I know that there are issues that I cannot solve by connections, by education, by whatever that I think I have. It will, it will need the power of God to change the situation. Have you met a person who has piled up uh, degrees and degrees and, 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 but there's no movement? Have you met someone who's on discovery but he still cannot solve their sicknesses? You are, you are on top class executive discover. You are always laughing at those who are on gems. With your discovery and your bonitas. With all that, you hear that your medical aid is finished. You hear that everything, you don't have funds, but the problem is still not solved. Number one, I want you to write this point. Where the anointing is not honored, it does not work. God's power does not work on someone who doesn't honor the power. And the one who has the power. You see, Jesus was like God. He is the son of God and the representation of God. Yet, there is something that Jesus could not do in the Bible. There is something that he could not do. Mark chapter 6 verse 1. Mark chapter 6 verse 1. I'm preaching to someone here. You, you are about to receive an answer why you are not getting an why you have not been getting an answer all along. And you are going to move into a solution very quickly. It says that, and he went out from thence and came into his own country. Do you see own country there? And his disciples follow him. And you see, his own country, his own disciples. Verse 2. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. Many hearing him were astonished. People were surprised. They were like, hey, this is a powerful sermon. Saying, from whence had this man these things? Where was he getting these revelations from? Start up blessing dollars. And what wisdom? They acknowledge that he was preaching with wisdom. Mm. 
acknowledge that the man of God is preaching powerful is not to honor the anointing, it's to acknowledge. These people acknowledge that the person who was speaking also had wisdom. They acknowledge that this, this, these are wise words. And what wisdom is this which is given unto him? That even such mighty works are wrought by his hands. They said that things that he does are out of this world. Well, at this point in time, I would clap my hands for them. I'll be like, wow, oh, these guys, really, guys, you're doing well. You're acknowledging that this man of God has wisdom. You are acknowledging that, you know, he's doing mighty works, you know, and you are even surprised that where is he getting these revelations from? Hey! We would think that such is enough. Verse 3. Then they start to off-ramp. You were driving on the N4 to Belfast. Then you saw us. You thought you would finish your last amount on your way back to Belfast. It says that they started to offer. Do you, do you remember how they started? What wisdom is this? Mighty works. Hey! What kind of a man is this? Verse 3. Verse 3. Is not this the carpenter? They are nullifying everything now. They are saying, no, 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 but you know, the son of Mary, the brother of James, you think Jesus didn't have siblings. He had, just like us, and they were also problematic. So one time Jesus was preaching, they came to tell him that your mother is looking for you. It happens even to someone like Jesus. Hey! And Judah and Simon are not <laughs> his sisters here with us. Hey! They are off ramping. They are starting to make this anointed person like them. They are trying to reduce the gap between them and him. They are saying, hey, uh, we know his, his brother. We saw him He stole two of my mangoes from my tree, this boy. Now he, he's, he's, he's calling himself a man of God. We know him. They are nullifying their own. You know, Mosumundu, when, when, when you are high, and they, you know, someone from back at home, let's say at home, you are, you are someone important at work. Then you meet someone who knows you from when you were young and starts to tell the other people that so don't look at her in this format. Let me tell you. <laughs> and they start reducing your importance. Oh, it does not happen to you. You are there, you are from school, you are looking, then someone starts mentioning Gutige, 
you went to school but when you are trying to show people that you are from school you are educated now they are telling everyone that no your education is not that spectacular there are three modules that you are struggling with hey! they are reducing you because, because Satan knows that as long as there is honor, there is a transference. For example, you cannot say someone is your mentor when you don't honor the person. If you despise the person, how can the person mentor you? When they say do this, you say, hmm. Then you start saying, I remember the last time you gave me advice. It didn't go well. <laughs> Hallelujah! Amen. Is this the attitude that you have? If you have it, I see it very changing very soon. Amen. I see it changing very soon. Amen. That's why the Bible says this. Listen, it says that God will uplift the one who brings himself down. The anointing will work on you when you bring yourself down so that you are uplifted. You see, a lot of people say, you know what, I don't need anyone. But I am I can jump, I can I'm pinned, I can I can reach the ceiling on my own. I'm but educated. I, but knowing is male. I have a degree in chemical engineering. Let me jump. Yeah, just need more energy. You can't. For Pinda to reach the ceiling, someone must pick Pinda up like Harold. I must first acknowledge that Harold has the gift of height. And I need that gift of height to get me to the ceiling. And I must humble myself and ask Harold and say, Harold, I acknowledge that you are taller than me. Harold, come here. They don't know you. So let's, let's use a proper example. Run, run, run. Before someone says, wow, tall, dark, and handsome, it's Sondo's husband. <laughs> it's Sondo's husband. I know, I'm in church. You see, I must first acknowledge that there is a difference between me and Harold. I must acknowledge it. I cannot start by saying that, yeah, Harold was also my size one before. <laughs> he shouldn't just think he's, 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 he's important. He was also my size. I must first acknowledge that there is a difference between me and Harold. And then acknowledge that Harold can help me. And then I must position myself like Harold and say, Harold, take me there. Don't take me there. <laughs> Harold Naipela, he can feel himself. <laughs> Because Harold is anointed with height. He has the power to cause a change in my level. Now, that doesn't mean that Harold doesn't have mistakes. It just means that God, in all, with all of his imperfections, God gave him height. <laughs> So these people, what they were doing, 
They were saying, no, Herod has helped many people to fix the roof. But when they saw Herod, they started saying, yeah, but what if I'm with Herod? They started to say things so that they do not trust and they do not receive Herod's help. Harold cannot lift me up up until I say, Harold, okay, hold me, hold me, Harold. And lift me up. I'm trusting you. If I don't trust Harold, I will not allow him to pick me up. You cannot submit under a man of God or a church where you don't trust the pastor. If you don't trust the pastor, find another church. It's a sign that you must move on. Move on. Because you, you don't trust Harold to pick you up. His anointed hands <laughs> cannot benefit you. So when you don't honor anointing, it doesn't work for you. Thank you, Harold. See, some, some wives have nice husbands. Hey! <laughs> I wonder whether she knows that. Do you know that? <laughs> Let me tease you small. Verse 4. Verse 4. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, or own place, own church, own ethnic group. The people who, are, who qualify, you know, who have ticked all the boxes in dishonoring a man of God are the ones who see him every day. Are those who are under him. Have you noticed that when your pastor goes somewhere else to go and preach, the people there are more blessed than you. The testimonies are more than... Have you not noticed that? Then he says, and you're like... You know, we don't see all those things there by church. <laughs> <laughs> like the testimony I gave about that woman. I'm like, so this guy can do such things. How, how come on Sunday we don't see them? <laughs> Hallelujah. You hear that a pastor, your pastor, my pastor, has gone to do a crusade somewhere and wheelchairs and cripples were walking. Like, like, like prophet. When he does healing Jesus, you see wheelchairs and other things. Oh, you wonder that how? On Sunday, why does this man of God just preach and go? A prophet is without honor in his own country, amongst his own king, and amongst his own house, in his own church. In his own denomination, in his own, amongst his own people. Yes, if, let, let me give an example. If you think about someone like Benny Hinn, where he comes from, they don't love him. 
Let, let him come to Africa. You will see us, how we are so excited. You will see the miracles. If you go to where he's from, it's only criticism, articles, and all kinds of things. Hey! Have you noticed that the closer you come to a person, the more points of criticism you draft? That's why even some of your mjolo doesn't work. When you look at the girl or the guy from far, you're like, hmm. When he's talking to you on the phone, you're like, hmm. Hi, Lazakipala. And then you enter into the thing. Tell your neighbor, then we enter into the thing. And you start discovering things that I, uh uh. Mm. Hey! I don't want to say some of the things that you discover. But you know the things that you start discovering. And you start telling yourself that it is not as I thought. Yeah. Ha, you hear people who are married are saying they were deceived. <laughs> so these people were like that. They were like, wow, what a guy. I like his voice. I like his what what. I like his what what. When they came, go they say, Ah, he looks like James. Ah, I know. <laughs> his, his father owes me a coffin. <laughs> hey, my wardrobe, they didn't fix it well. He's a carpenter son. So, people who are familiar with the man of God have a tendency not to honor him. That's why a lot of people wonder that why are people fussing about their pastors when they don't see anything themselves? Yes. Sometimes it takes someone from outside to talk about your pastor or our man of God, let's say Prophet Dan, for us to realize that, hey, this is a great man. You hear a person say, you don't know what a great leader that you have seen. And we are just scratching our hand. We don't, our heads. We don't see any. Unless someone from outside starts telling you. Yes. Even in relationships, sometimes you have someone who is good. You can't see the good. Someone will come and tell you, like I'm telling Sondo, that you have a nice husband. Someone from outside will come and tell you that what you have is nice. It says that there he could do no mighty work amongst those people. Jesus could not do any miracle. He could not do any mighty work. Look at your life. Have you received a mighty work recently? The absence of a mighty work in your life shows the presence of dishonor. The presence 
hands of a mighty work. You saw she stood here last week Sunday. She spoke of a mighty work. The impossible happening against all odds. Uguba corner. sevens. What qualified the person to stand there? It's not that the person is a good person. I know she's she's one of the problematic church members I have. <laughs> but you see, that's what how people get disappointed again. They see someone who they think shouldn't testify, testifying. That, that's how people leave church. They're like, ay man. If I gauge myself and this person, but it is not about that. It is about honor. It says that Jesus could not do any mighty work save to he laid his hands upon few sick people. Few. He couldn't heal everyone. Few people got jobs. Few people got cars. Few people got houses. Few. Why not many? Because the majority were working in dishonor. say after sin, the greatest disease is dishonor. Because Satan will allow you to attend church every Sunday in a mood of dishonor, knowing that you are not going to benefit anything. And the only conclusion you will have by the end of the year is that church doesn't work. No, it works. If something doesn't work, then it shouldn't produce a result in anyone. Once it produces a result in someone, then it works. If I take seeds now and plant seeds all over the place, in different places, you see that the seed in certain areas it will not grow. Under a certain environment, the tree will not produce fruits. The seed is not a problem. The soil on which the seed has fallen onto, there is an issue. How do you make yourself to be fertile? For miracles. For the impossible becoming possible. For you to see the hand of God in your life. How do you put manure on your on yourself? Honor. Some of you you can recall that the day you started fighting with certain anointed people and disagreeing, that's when your life went astray. Not only is a man of God anointed or a woman of God anointed, if someone is called your parent, they are anointed for you. Your parent has also, the, the words of your parents have the power to cause a change. Because your spirit and your body comes from them. Through their words, a change can be caused. But you see, you disrespect your mother. You disregard your father. Hey! 
Satan is playing tricks with us. Satan has Satan, I command you in the name of Jesus. Your deception is ending today. Amen. I see you walking in honor. Amen. I see the power of God working in your life. Amen. That's why the Bible says that honor your mother and father so that you may live long. It says again, honor your mother and mother so that it might be well with you. It might be well. Anyone who is put in a father position over your life or a, a parent position, whether spiritually, physical, honor will move you forward. You can't say your father, your mother, we are soup. We are soup. You cannot post black text. You are, you are calling your parents black text. You have given them a title. You have given them a text bracket. You are walking in dishonor. Such words will not come out from my mouth. In Jesus' name. And you also, you are learning not to say such things. Because you need honor to move forward. Point number two, I want to finish. the anointing is an obligation and a legal requirement. It is an obligation and a legal requirement. Under the, the principles of God. Let me just give you this. Anything that you disrespect will not come to you. If you disrespect rich people, you will never become rich. The, the clear one that I always see because I, it plays out in my life as, as someone who's a manager is that a lot of people are always crying that they want promotions salary increases they are being overlooked yet they, they dishonor and hate the, the position that they want to fill the person in that position how are you going to become a supervisor when you don't like supervisors? Don't you think that if there's a gun pointing at this chair? No, no, it's a bad example. Let me point. No gun is pointing at my chair. <laughs> Words are important. Even if you are joking. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Mackenzie, bring me an empty chair. <laughs> Not my chair. Yeah. Cause problems for myself. <laughs> also, Satan, when Satan wants to do something in your life, he makes you to say it. He, makes you to, he will cause you and your husband to quarrel and you will take out the word. I want a divorce. <laughs> he has entered. That's permission. He will frustrate you at work and you will make a comment. Even if I go and stay at home, I have no problem. <laughs> you are making a mistake. You don't want to go and stay at home at this point in time. <laughs> if a gun is pointed at this chair, gun, and you are holding the gun, and then you tell others, your friends, that let's point all of our guns at that chair. And this is what we call the supervisor's chair. 
Then later you say to your friend, please hold my gun. I want to be promoted. Ha! The bullets. You were training your friends and holding caucuses for, for these bullets. You can't feel this position. Because you have fought the position. Whatever that you dishonor and you fight, it cannot come to you. The way you are so quiet. I said, I mean, so that I don't feel like I'm online or something. I feel like I'm online. People, they are on Zoom, but they have not switched on their videos. I'm seeing their pictures. There's no emotion. I have gone home. Never fight something that you want. If you are poor, don't argue with rich people. Why are you busy arguing with rich people? What is your problem? <laughs> How will you qualify to that level? You, you are not married, but you want to be Oprah Winfrey of married people. Ha! You make such statements, men are dogs, men are trash, but you want another dog for yourself. No. Honor is an obligation. You see, this one says honoring the anointing is an obligation and a legal requirement. I will tell you that honor is an obligation, any type of honor. If someone, you, if you need to honor a person, honor the person. The person can be your father, your mother, your brother, your husband. Some of you, your brother took you to school. When you came out, so I was going to come in. When they call, you say, for what? Doesn't mean that you paid for me at school, that you own me now. Hey. Hey. Galatians 6, verse 6. No, I tell Galatians chapter 6, verse 6. Galatians 6, verse 6. Someone is getting promoted today. Amen. You'll be very happy that you came to church. It says that let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all what? Good things. It says that like me, if Bishop Clufield teaches me the word, if in our case, you see I'm preaching from Dark Heward Mills. I'm preaching from this book. Dark, chapter 13 if you have it. Dark Heward Mills. The anointed and his anointing. I'm teaching from there. If you think I'm very powerful, I'm sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> so indirectly, the person who is teaching us in this case is him. Those of you who don't know, you're like, who's that colored guy? That is the founder of our church. Why is he colored? He's half Swiss and half Ghanaian. The mother is white and he's Swiss. That's our bishop. He says, let him that is taught in the word. Which is who? You. Are you being taught in the word? And it says that communicate. It, says, it doesn't say maybe, maybe not. Sometimes. It says communicate unto him that teacher. Now we must establish who is teaching him. Not me. I'm teaching what he is teaching. Good things. Are you here or you have gone home? 
God just just in case you were thinking otherwise, he tells you that the thing must be good. <laughs> hey! Then he says that be not deceived. How? How can I be deceived? God cannot be mocked. How God? How do you know in, in our language how would it sound? That's what God is saying. Then what does he say? For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also what? Reap. Do you remember that the anointing can do good things? Oh, you forgot. You forgot. Do you remember? It says that you must sow good in the one who teaches you. So that you will reap what? The good that is in the what? Anointing. Now, this, this, this is the version of church. This is church version. But I can tell you this. I see a baby there. You see, if you look at all these small children, you know very well that when as the parent, your child, this small baby, could not survive without you. There are so many levels in their life that something would have happened to the, these children if you, the mother, didn't do something about it. If you have a child... They were sick. Some days you didn't sleep. But you see, this person will grow up one day and call you a problem. And that is dishonor. Your mother also taught you things. In the same way that our man of God teaches us things. Your father also taught you things. They also need you to communicate to them what? Good things. I'm pointing to you your problem, where it's coming from. Have you identified the problem already? Do you see where the problem is coming from? Where your issues started and how you started them and you have been contributing to that bank account yearly for problems to continue. So, be not mocked. God is, be, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, let's remove soweth. Whatsoever a man sows that is bad, he shall reap a bad thing. Whatsoever a good thing a person will sow, he will reap what? A good thing. Don't you think that God is giving you a nice answer that you know what to do next? Do you know what to do next? Or I should spell it out to you. Your mother's birthday just passes like that. Ha! Where Namar? Your father's birthday just passes like that. Where Namar? Ah! They didn't come to church, I'm sure. 
those ones, they didn't come to church. Tell your neighbor they didn't come to church. Pastor is wasting his time. Tina, we know these things. We know these things. Pastor, please just move on to the next point before, you know, we want to go home. We will tell them when we get home. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're honoring number three. I want to finish very quickly. Just now, I want to do four points. Number three, you're honoring the anointing must be done according to the rank at which you receive. The level of honor is determined by the rank of the person. The same as you honor your father. You cannot honor me in the same level that you honor the bishop. Obviously, I'm a product of the bishop. The honor on the bishop should be higher than me. Your boss walks into the office. You just pass him, sure. Some of you are like that. Ah, so Let me leave. You are, we are going in the opposite direction. And then your, the other person honors the boss and says, Unjanbabe, Sbi, Nyapila. Before he asked me for tea, you are moving in the opposite direction. Ha! Honor! Eh? Hmm. Me, I give my mom now every, every month money for shopping. Shopping, my, I know my mom likes shopping, so why can't she not shop? I am the son. My mom must shop. My mom must hold plastics like any other woman. And she must have clothes. She looked after me most. Why shouldn't she not have? My mom must have a wig. Yes, my, this is my next project. <laughs> my dad was complaining about my mom's perm, saying he doesn't like it anymore. And saying, look at Makoti's hair. This is the one I like. <laughs> so, <laughs> I said, this old man doesn't know how expensive these things are. <laughs> yes. But I said, maybe my mom is too expensive for her. I must buy the hair. Hmm? Must buy that one that doesn't tangle. That goes. <laughs> my mom will be a slave queen this December. Watch the space. I'll send you the photo. We'll be charming my dad. Because what? My mom has a son. Why? Why? So we honor people according to rank. According to their level. That's why in Matthew chapter 10 verse 41. It says that he that receiveth a prophet in the name of the prophet. Shall receive a prophet's reward. In this case if we say he that receiveth a founder in the name of a founder shall receive a founder's reward. He did receive it. You see, the people, when they met Jesus, all along, things were okay. But when they saw him, they started saying, yeah, he's a man of God. After that, they turned him into a carpenter. And that's why there were no miracles. They received a carpenter's reward. Coffins and wardrobes. No healing. No healing. No healing. No healing. If a man of God is even your brother and then you receive him as your brother, 
you will only receive brotherly things, not the anointing that is upon his life. Hey! For some of you, I'm a boss and a pastor. Or because we work at the same place I'm, and I'm the boss. If you receive me like a boss in church, you will receive a boss's reward. <laughs> yes. To my wife, I'm a husband and a pastor. If she only receives me as a husband, the anointing will not work. That's why you see uh, pastor's children going wayward sometimes. They receive him only as a father. You know most what you do to your father. You, you know, let's not go to that topic. Please, just smile and say, Pastor, I know, I know. You know the, how you treat your mother, most. You know these things. So even some pastor's children, they don't see pastor. All time, my little. And chaos, when they go to your mom, they do the same. Because they have not received him as the amen of God. He that receiveth a boss as a boss shall receive a boss's reward. Yes. If you don't receive your boss, your manager, you will not be rewarded. You will say some people are sucking up. Yeah, I mean, never. They, they will not just they treat me anyhow. I know my rights. I know my what what. Me, I'm not a tea lady. Tea for who? I have a husband. I, I, I can't be making tea for other men. I'm must carry a flask from home. Ha. 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 Me, let me tell you this. I'm giving you work advice now. Do you want it or you are okay in your position? Me, I even go to my GM's office. I say, Ugrand, is there anything I can do for you? Is there any work that you can transfer to me so that I do it for you? Even when there is a, a, a difficult decision. You know, I, I had my previous boss he was afraid of the employees. But as a boss, he needed to take decisions. I would tell him that, don't worry. I would say, it's me. I will not include you in this fight. <laughs> then I would hear the people, when they want to strike and they are angry, they would say, yeah, your boss is sweet. You are very evil. I would be quiet. And just say, hmm. <laughs> then I asked one of them one day, after the whole, you know, fights were over, I said, do you think I'm in charge of myself there at work? When I come there and announce something, do you think, if you think properly, you use your head? <laughs> Don't you think that I have a boss, mean, who I report to? Do you think I'm just a rogue person taking decisions? I said, I'm protecting the guy. He's the one who's sending me to do all these things. But love him, because that's your job. Me, I'll look at like the bad person, but I know who has the power to promote me. It's him. Ask yourself at work, who has the power to promote you? Is it your friend, your colleague, who you caucus with? Can they give you an increase? 
my boss couldn't take difficult decisions he knew he used to take them but he couldn't go and tell the people and implement them I say me I have a hard head my surname is Mamba it, it must go for something let me go and fight ha honor ladies do you want a, a guy to marry you symbol honor if you honor the guy he will marry you if he thinks he is a competitor, I was singing any. I don't want to to. It's a horror movie. Wrong turn. Halloween. I just don't want to say the details. You know all these horror movies. Are you here or you have gone home? Yes. Let's let's do the last point. See, some of you you are like each pastor. Was Tell your neighbor something is happening in your life. What does your neighbor say? He's saying yes. Ah, Mara Makalan. I'm trying to choose which one. They that honor, next point, they that honor the anointing will be honored. If you honor people, you will also be honored. If you celebrate people, you will also be celebrated. Ask your neighbor, what happened to during your birthday this year? Has it passed? What happened? <laughs> Just tell your neighbor, I'm giving you one minute. This is a commercial break. Tell your neighbor, this and this and then this. Just tell your neighbor, I want to see Uri <laughs> was there. What happened? What happened? She had a surprise. Where's the mic? Let's, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, okay. Your, your neighbor has given you the answer. What happened? What happened? They, they had a surprise party for her. Yeah. And what happened in there? Oh, oh, you can say neighbor. What happened? Oh, my parents made me a surprise party. Your parents? Yes. Are you the only child that they must make you a You are the favorite child because you honor them. So your parents did what? A surprise party for me. Yeah. Yes, Pastor. And what was happening there? And they made me a dress and there was deco. There was a lot of people from... Rustenbeck, hey. Mafigen, Jobek. And where were you? Where were you? Where were you? I went home. I get it was the week. Home, where is home? I get it. I want you to explain that there were people from <laughs> Rustenbeck. No, the, it was the week of my mother's birthday. So I decided to, I want to go and see her and take her out. So when I got home, I arrived at my in-laws place. So they didn't want me to go home because I think they knew it was a surprise party for me. So they kept on going up and down. So Saturday when we went, when I went home, I found the cars outside. So 
I didn't think, but what is the cars, place? Where were you? Where, where? Bloemfontein Tabancho. So people from Rustenburg came. They came for your surprise party. For my surprise party. There's someone who didn't receive a cake. Not, not surprise, a cake. Lasses <laughs> pa, I will tell. Get your neighbor in the face and say, neighbor, label kick like what I say, spa. Let's hear. My wife also had a wonderful one. So, sister, tell us <laughs> what happened. Oh, you can hold the mic. Uh, my birthday was very special. Hey. Um, I was surprised with a birthday cruise. At Pont Duval. So some special people from the church organized a boat for me. And there was a nice lunch in the boat. As well as a very beautiful cake. And we cruised. Uh, it was very nice. I enjoyed myself. It was, yeah, very amazing and special. And you were at Pont Duval. And I was at you Pont were sleeping Duval. there. Oh, yes. Hey, well, <laughs> you're you are forgetting me. <laughs> uh, bring the mic, bring the mic. Oh, okay. you, you have forgotten me. <laughs> oh, mercy, mercy on me. My birthday started on Friday. Uh, um, so my husband took me out. He took me. Uh, to That's me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> He drove me from Middleburg to the Val and uh, checked me into a very fancy hotel. It was very nice. And then we were there on Friday evening, on Saturday morning. He treated me to a special breakfast. After breakfast, he took me shopping. Hey. <laughs> when we came back um, from shopping... Those then of I you think men of God only are not romantic, they will only speak in tongues. Say, I don't want a brother from the church. I don't want brothers from the church. You be there, you be there. You be there, you see yourself. Uh, yes, then when we, we came back from shopping, then that's when I was surprised with the birthday cruise. And yes, it was very special. Hey. Wow. You see, all these things sound like a coincidence. You know, it's like, yeah, there are people who, this one is a mom root. No, we don't know this girl, but <laughs> now nah, Angel, she's in the praise and worship. <laughs> this, this is what you are saying. No. They walk in honor. If you celebrate others and you honor them, you will also be honored. You, you, if you show other people that they are special and they are different to you, they are special to you, you will be honored. You will be honored. But if you do not honor people, there will be no honor on your life. Don't think you are losing anything by honoring another man. Don't listen to people who say that no 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 don't don't honor these people. We are all human beings. We are all people. 
Eh? If you don't honor your husband, someone will honor him for you. If you don't honor your wife, if I don't organize boat cruise, my wife will walk in the mall. Some guy will just say, hey, sissy, this diamond watch on my behalf if I don't do it. True or not true? If you are siblings and you are five and one of your siblings honors the parents, you will be angry. You will say, yeah, you know, our parents really never loved me. Honor. Honor. Where is your honor? So the verse we are closing with is Mala, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 30. I wish the church is quiet. But we are done. Don't worry. Tell your neighbor that it was a bit heavy at some point in time but you have survived. <laughs> Have you survived the preaching? Wherefore the Lord God of Israel saith, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord saith, but be it far from me and for, uh, from me. For them that honor me, I will honor. And they that despise me, I shall, me shall, how, what does it say? Despise me, me shall be lightly esteemed. Amen. So if you do not esteem God, you will not be esteemed. If you do not honor God, he will not bring honor into your life. How do you honor God? By honoring his servants. How do you honor your parents? By honoring your parents directly. How do you treat your mother? How do you treat your father? How do you treat your boss? How do you treat your pastor? How do you treat the siblings that looked after you? We will see the honor on your life. So we don't need to feel sorry for anyone who says there was no cake from spa? <laughs> Whose birthday has passed? Raise your hand. Raise your hand if your birthday has passed. Obvious, this is a trick question. <laughs> if your birthday has passed, raise your hand properly. Don't be shy. Maybe I'm going to buy you a cake from spa. <laughs> okay, put down your hands. How many of you a celebration was done for you? You didn't do it yourself. Some people did it. Raise your hand. You see, the hands are less. Put down your hands. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to submit to you. You need to sow seeds of honor. And God came to tell you that today. Seeds of what? Let's stand to our feet. If there is someone who helped you, who, who you cannot talk to anymore, 
He must go and fix that thing. There is someone who helped you at some point in time in your life. But the current status that Ankulmisani and Anvan, you are, you are causing problems. Honor that person. Did I say the person you are honoring, you are honoring them because they are perfect? Did you hear me preach? Did you see a verse that says that thou shalt honor because thou seest that, that that man is perfect? Honor, give honor to him. Honor is what? Jew. I want us to pray. We are going to say, Lord, we have been walking in some form of dishonor. not a time of think of to think about the people who do not honor you you the ones you don't honor because your mind can jump there that yeah my son doesn't honor me i must get this sermon for him <laughs> some some husbands are thinking yeah hey pastor just sorted out my wife now thank you no i'm sorting you out i'm sorting you out leave your wife alone Leave your wife alone or leave your husband alone. Don't enter the car and say, Today's sermon was nice. Eh? Did you hear what Pastor said? No, I like the part where he was talking about if you want to be honored, you must honor. <laughs> this message is for you. Say the message is for me. Yes. Someone is going to build their parents a very nice house after this. Someone, you are going to go home and change all the tires of, of your parents' car. Someone is going to paint the house. Someone will just, we will see you next week Sunday, you will not be in church. You just appear at home like a superhero and say, what's the problem? I'm here now. I've come. Hey! Listen, you are sowing a seed to be honored. Are you here? I want us to pray because we need to pray for ourselves. Sometimes we get excited after the sermon and then we don't do things. So we need to pray. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Our Lord, grant us grace. Grant us grace. Grant us grace.
Jesus. We have dishonored our parents. We have dishonored the grandmothers that looked after us. We have dishonored the people who gave us an opportunity. We have dishonored the uncles that sacrificed their money, their time, to make sure that our lives are well. We have not celebrated them properly. We have made them to be the problem. Help us, Lord, to walk in honor. We have not honored our men of God in the church. We don't know him. We don't know his name. We don't know what he has done for us. Like, a typic, like typical children, we do not even acknowledge the sacrifices that he has done for this church to exist. Father, we are changing our ways. We are changing our posture and our direction. We will walk in the direction of honor. We will not be ashamed to lower ourselves and lift up other human beings. Father, it is through their lives and their sacrifices that we exist today. It is through their lives and their direction and their consistent guidance that we are here. Father, we humbly ask, help us to walk in honor. Help us to walk in honor. Help us to walk in honor. In Jesus' mighty name. I want us all to close our eyes and bow our heads. I want to pray with you this morning. I believe that God is here to give you an opportunity to honor the sacrifice that he made through his son on the cross. The Bible says that while we were yet sinners, God sent his son to die for us on the cross. God paid a high price for your sins to be forgiven. It is a pity that you have wasted this opportunity all this time. This morning I believe that it is not by chance. It is not by mistake that Ulana. God wants to save your life. God wants to forgive you for your sins. If you are here this morning and you want God to forgive you for all of your sins, you want to become born again and you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus. I want all my sins to be forgiven. Raise your right hand. Raise your right hand. Raise your right hand. Raise your right hand. Thank you, Lord. If you are here again, you are born again, washed by the blood. But you want to rededicate your life to God. Raise your left hand. Raise your left hand. Jesus, we thank you. I want all of us to pray this prayer. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today just as I am. Father, you know my sins. The ones that I've done in public and the ones that I've done in secret. Today, I ask for forgiveness. I ask you to cleanse me for all of my sins. I will ask you to wash away my sins. And make me to be new. Today, 
today. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for my sins on the cross. That he took my place as a sinner. That I could take my place, his place as a child of God. He went to hell so that I could go to heaven. Today, I'm born again. I'm a child of God. Satan, listen to me now. All my sins have been forgiven. All my sins are non-existent. I am born again. Father, write my name in the book of life. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. Jesus. Amen.